Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. For women in tech, it's really important to believe in yourself. When I've been here in Baltic Sandbox, I think all the meetings, they were so different in comparison to just general uh, startup meetings. And it's really great that we have this opportunity here to be more confident. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Today's Women in Tech community shout out goes to Madeline Wright. Madeline is an amazing champion of technology and of women in tech. She has been empowering the community for several years in her work with the Social Media Club. And now she's the managing editor and partnerships manager at WOC for podcasters. Madeline, you are a rock star. Be sure to say hello to Madeline on LinkedIn and M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E, last name W-R-I-G-H-T. Thank you, Madeline, for supporting and celebrating the Women in Tech podcast. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Command Line Heroes is an original, highly produced, award-winning podcast about the people who transform technology from the command line up, presented by Red Hat. And this is not a technical show. This is a show anyone can enjoy, featuring experts from across the industry. Season four is airing now, so subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and stick around to the end of the show to hear a sneak preview of the brand new season. Hey. So I pressed record having no idea what's about to come out of my mouth. I think I'll talk about the Dailyo app. So I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I've been tracking my moods throughout the day. Um, A friend, a girlfriend told me today, and you guys probably know this, but I did not, sorry to be so ignorant, that evidently, and please tweet me or Insta me or whatever, like if this is wrong, but she said that women just by human nature our hormones change every single day like all the time and there's nothing we could do about it and it's not just astrology and guys are just even keel all the time which in essence makes you know the saying I'm not even gonna say it because I don't want to be controversial but just there's more levels to women right <laughs> evidently according to what my girlfriend said um anyway I have been tracking my moods 
because I want to enjoy my existence as we all do. And sometimes I get confused where, you know, in the morning I'll feel great, but then maybe later in the day I'll kind of feel bummed. And I'm like, well, what caused that? Why all of a sudden do I feel bummed if earlier in the day I felt great or vice versa? And so I've just been tracking it with this app I found called Dailyo. It's so cool. I actually got the premium version. I'm thinking, you know, the, the trial, thinking I would probably just, you know, not go through with the paid version, but it's really dope. It sends me reminders that I set up and it makes it super simple to say what mood I'm in and what I activity I've been doing. And then it gives you graphs and data of like what combination of activities make you feel a certain way. And it has this optional note section that I've been using where you could literally write the note that you're thinking. So I'll say, oh, I just had a big meal or whatever it is to give context to my mood. And so far, it's been really great. I mean, no surprise, but I've discovering that it's when I'm worn out that I start binge eating and go into a negative thought cycle. And I know, surprise, surprise, Esprit, you really needed an app to tell you that. But I don't know, sometimes we're just kind of living mindlessly going about it and not really being conscientious that there there is a power that we have that we can make that change, at least for me. And so to... To be so self-aware, to be entering my mood and seeing that I'm clicking meh and then seeing, you know, the activities I did that led me to that new state and then what are some activities I could choose to do to move me to another mood state. It's just, it's pretty interesting. I think it's been um, pretty useful and helpful and I'm looking forward to seeing if this could create more um, long-term enjoyment for me of being in my own body and mind. Anyway, with that corny little personal spot, I hope you enjoy the next episode. Bye. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, celebrating and featuring women in tech around the world. So grateful to be here in Lithuania with Baltic Sandbox. Yes, they are supporting women in tech and making sure that we have the ecosystem in place so that we can learn how to pitch to the best of our ability. We could get that investment, money, all the things to make sure that we're successful and we could achieve our dreams. And next up, I have Kate. Hi, Kate. Kate said I can make her name abbreviated. So her name is Yakaterina because she's Russian, but apparently I can cheat and use Kate. Yeah, it's a courtesy for you. (laughs) (laughs) But Yakaterina, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. I'm cell biologist. I studied cells for the most of my life in Russia. And I've also a lot of uh, thinking how to uh, manage your energy balance, how to benefit from the information you get from your cells, from your genes in your real life. That's why I run a lot of tests on genetics and on biochemistry in my body. And, you know, you get just lists of information and you just know that you need to sleep a lot, sleep well, travel more and have less stress, drink more water and do Mediterranean diet. And uh, personally, I think it's not very useful for people, especially when they have this uh, really energy demanding life, uh, when we're moving so fast. That's why I decided to apply scientific techniques in something understandable for people. So we use a microscope analysis, some kind of magic, uh, to measure your mitochondrial energy levels, which is uh, energy powerhouses of your cells. And 
I watched you pitch today. Super mm-hmm. cool. And I'm really excited to get more into your product. But before we do, where in Russia are you from? From Moscow. I studied in uh, Moscow State University. And how did you discover Baltic Sandbox? It's just a friendship, I think, friendship around the world. Because Max, uh, you know... Who, um, who runs with Sandra Baltic Sandbox. Uh, yeah. He is also kind of a biohacker. And of course, the thing is uh, really popular in the biohacking uh, community in Russia and around the world. So we're trying to introduce more people to liberate their energy. And so tell us about who are your consumers? Who do you sell to? How far along is your company? We started this sprint with some academic support. So we had some uh, sportsmen coming to us with the demand. How can we use your precious knowledge to make our life and our improvements better? So we started to analyze what we can get from them. And uh, we come up with this blood test where we just analyzed uh, blood cells and mitochondria in it. And for now, we are approaching professional professional sportsmen, of course, and uh, people who are in university league, for example, and want to be professionals because uh, they are uh, good consumers. They do what we can tell them and uh, we can track their results very well. But also we want to target uh, people who are doing diet, amateur sportsmen and people who are doing mindfulness trainings. Because, you know, if you are into mindfulness, into meditation, you can feel some calmness, but you can't see what's happening inside your body. And of course, it's happening there otherwise it can't be any other way that's why we are also into this thing and uh, we're inviting all the mindfulness trainers to work with us so how does it work could somebody like me access your technology for now, we are based in Moscow and we can't run this test in any other place because you can't just send us a blood sample because we need some fresh blood, of yeah. course. And so just in Moscow, and what are your plans on expansion? We're thinking about coming to Europe. So basically, we try to find a country that has a lab and a lot of consumers and we just approach it. And where would you hope that your company is a year from now? I would like to have a really nice app and a lot of general audience audience uh, consumers because of course my main goal is to enlighten people with the information about their uh, lifestyle with mitochondria because you will be surprised that many people they just don't understand they don't get how their body is working now and it's really important for them just to show how it is in dynamic what they can do what is right for them and are you a solo founder or do you have co-founders we have a data scientist from moscow too he's also a good friend of mine so we have a really good vibes and also I have like a live business mentor and he's also doing this thing with us. He's Are they co-founders or just part of your team? Uh, co-founders now. And how did you all meet one another? We've been working in the university in different projects and decided that we're all interested in this mitochondria thing and want to continue it together. And what would you say is a huge challenge that you've successfully overcome? In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices? What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. I'm Saranyat Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast, and keep on coding. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts.
what would you say is a huge challenge that you've successfully overcome? I think that the most thing for me was to get into this business field because as soon as I'm a scientist, of course, we have some different things coming into our brain when we have this tool. So for me, it's more business thinking, how to make this technology understandable for people, not from science. By the way, is this your first podcast? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. And were you nervous before doing this podcast? Not really. I suppose it's like a personal uh, speaking, just a conversation. I like it. Uh, and I listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite podcast? Are they all in Russian? Yeah, they're in Russian. <laughs> what's a Russian podcast you love? It's about uh, running a business about podcasts. I know that there is... Really? A, yeah, there in is Russian? A, mm -hmm. What's it called? Liba Liba. Liba Liba? Yeah, we'll uh, show you. Yeah, you have to send it to us. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So the podcast is a podcast about the business of podcasting? Mm -hmm. I totally want to check that out. Even though I don't speak Russian, I will figure it out. <laughs> And what is the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten? To believe in myself more. Because I think for women in tech, it's really important to believe in yourself. Uh, when I've been here in Baltic Sandbox, I think all the meetings, they were so different in comparison to just general uh, startup meetings. For example, if somebody has a question to the audience, it's silent because women are so insecure about just if I will be stupid with this totally. answer they're always silent and it's really great that we have this opportunity here to be more confident where can people find out more and connect with you online uh, for now i have my personal uh, page and do can, it yeah. yeah share with everybody no it's linkedin what is it <laughs> LinkedIn, linkedin is fine yeah. and can you spell your name for everybody yeah katerina svorikina y um k-a-t-e-r-i-n-a Uh, Z-V-O-R-I-K-I-N-A. And we'll include it in the show notes as well so you can all find oh, her. Yeah, no worries. So in the program of Baltic Sandbox, is this your first accelerator that you've been a part of? I've been an accelerator with uh, different projects in Russia about genomics. But uh, in Europe, yeah, it's my first time. What's one thing about Baltic Sandbox that has been different than the other accelerators you've been a part of? I think it's more like a family style. It's a really so untoxic there is no competition all the other startups are really nice and yeah. we give a lot of advices to each other and the mentors are really nice definitely what is your favorite tech tool software hardware mobile app just one of them a website could be productivity something that you use all the time actually i think i use a lot of math lab it's a technical thing for statistics math lab yeah is it an app or a website it's a, a, a tool for computer for programming math for, lab yeah for statistics because i use it for my job or also i do some designing for uh, scientific uh, papers uh, so i use a lot of uh, photoshop <laughs> And if somebody wants to follow the steps that you've walked in to get to where you are today, like if they want to master statistics and really embrace the world of mathematics, what would you suggest that they do? Should they go outside of school? Is there certain books or resources that you've studied to help you get to where you are today? Mm, I think it's uh, Coursera. 
of course it's obvious. Coursera. Uh, yeah. I can you tell us uh, what Coursera is? It's um, the website where you can find a lot of online courses from different universities. So just uh, I, I found some courses in Russian because it's easier for me in uh, programming and I just uh, ran through it. And of course, uh, be curious, do some uh, stuff that is really interesting to you. Try to code something that you really need, that you really like, because doing some real life use cases is really important. And you don't need to have a master's degree in programming to work in this field. And uh, of course, you need it a lot. And what is your favorite book? I like the book from uh, the guy from Google. I don't remember his name, but he uh, wrote a, a book named Sourcing Yourself, I think it's in English. It's about uh, developing soft skills. Because a few years ago, I ran through uh, some tests on leadership and I had a great score for scientific field, but I had uh, the lowest score ever for soft skills. <laughs> so I decided to do something with that. And uh, this book is about mindfulness and how to be more conscious about yourself which is really important today. I think now I'm not so angry in some points because, you know, sometimes you are just annoyed with something and uh, you need to process it and it makes you more efficient in all your life fields. I love it. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. If you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember, go to the Women in Tech Facebook at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Say hello on social at Women in Tech Show on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. This is Ekaterina Zvarikina. I'm founder of Meet Me. It's a biotech startup that specializes on mitochondrial health. We have an algorithm that gives you personalized recommendations based on your mitochondrial analysis. We're based in Moscow, Russia, and you are listening to Women in Tech. I'd like to tell you about an all-new season of Command Line Heroes, a podcast presented by Red Hat. No one ever said hardware was easy. In Season 4, Command Line Heroes is telling seven special stories about people and teams who dared to change the rules of hardware and, in the process, changed how we all interact with technology. In the world of modern technology, we open our laptops, scroll endlessly on our smartphones, send tons of data to the cloud, and we don't think twice about it. But... Have you ever wondered how we got to now with our personal devices and what it took to get here? There was this blue box on a table and he said, well, here it is. I said, well, what is it? He said, it's a microcomputer. What it took were teams of engineers and programmers who had the vision and audacity to build new machines. These machines, they revolutionized our lives and blew the doors open to what was possible. How many people here had a computer versus how many people intended to get one? Only one or two people actually had them. And they would bring them to the club meeting. What are you going to do with it? And nobody had an answer. The key thing about time sharing was that the computer needed some way of being able to sort of stop its own clock. The uh, creators of the floppy drives are not household names by any means. If it wasn't for that, PCs would have been adopted much more slowly. This January 28th, we launch season four of Command Line Heroes, an original podcast from Red Hat. And this season, it's all about the hardware. We'll hear the stories behind some iconic machines and the people who dared to create them. I was the kid that always took things apart, took my older sister's toys apart. This is just another bag on the side of the eclipse, a skin job. Nope, this is a whole new machine. 
the process of passing the tapes around and encouraging and building upon each other's results is really what made the personal computer industry. We're exploring mini computers, mainframes, the first personal computers, floppies, early smartphones, and game consoles. And we're also going to hear how the community ethos that drove those early hardware heroes to build those machines still exists today in the open source hardware movement. The values of sharing are still there. I mean, it's in the entire open source community. The machine, in a way, was kind of a bit character. It was the people who were the real guts of what it was about. I'm Saranyat Barak. Join me for an incredible new season of the podcast and keep on coding. So thank you and uh, eat your sandwiches. Season four is airing now. Subscribe to Command Line Heroes today, wherever you get your podcasts. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.